Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast What's Next with Tashini. Today we are going to be talking about what it's like to study abroad and the different experiences that comes along. I have a very special guest with me here, Sai Kiran. Sai Kiran, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, hi guys. Uh, my name is Sai Kiran. Thank you Darshini for doing this. Um yes, uh, I am an international student um pursuing my master's degree. I mean I pursued my master's degree here in the United States. So yes, that's about me. Perfect. So I, I do know that you are also a recent graduate from UT Arlington like me. Do you want to share some mm-hmm. words of advice or wisdom like what are your thoughts like you just graduated what are your parents saying yes <laughs> definitely i mean they're uh, very much proud and happy um, so to talk about my experience here um, uh, in my master's degree here at uh, the university of texas at allington my degree uh, everybody if i say this uh, will ask me for the second time are you pursuing that because my, i i am uh, you know during the time that i came in here uh, i was among the first lot uh, who is going to united states to pursue a master's degree in finance nobody know uh, i mean not nobody uh, very less number of population back in india knows that this option exists and it is a stem course by the way it is not it is not an uh, you know a non stem course where uh, i mean uh, you you will know one uh, the importance of stem degree mm-hmm. once uh, you start researching <laughs> so this is a very uh, i did re- my own research while coming to the united states i did not just throw a you know a blindly a stone uh, i did my own research and um, um finance degree is uh, one among uh, the prominent degrees that can be pursued in the united states and like i mean too many people go to software and uh, you know uh, the regular coding stuff which i hate to be honest that's so, me yeah. that's me right <laughs> i mean and uh, interactions between people and stuff uh, means a lot to me uh, the re- very the very reason i'm doing this podcast is uh, i get to reach out to people who are you know uh, seeking out for any uh, guidance or help mm-hmm. while uh, while applying uh, i did find uh, too many prominent schools too but uh, this particular uh, um, course in this particular university uh, grabbed my eye because it is a uh, perfect uh, mixture of uh, the theoretical finance which is the old finance with the technological finance which is the new finance combining them with uh, you know uh, into a core structure and providing a stem degree and an affordable university i mean I, if i talk about utd sunny buffalo or you know any other uh, ivy league colleges that they are way costly at the time that i was applying so this seemed uh, like a pretty good option for me so um coming back to another question that pops up let's walk everyone through how you got here right now that we've spoken about everything that you've experienced let's go back a little bit and talk about why did you in the first place choose to come abroad like i know i think covid has been a difficult time right for all of us it was fun while it lasted but it was difficult to like yeah yeah so during that time like you know i personally had a lot of free time so i wanted to do my master's degree abroad so i started doing a lot of research was it like that for you or was it any different do you want to share some thoughts <laughs> yeah definitely 
Definitely. I mean, I was looking forward to this question because uh, I represent not, uh, maybe the minority here because I come from a non-engineering background. I come uh, to the I came to the United States uh, without uh, any engineering background or computer science or you know any 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 kind of engineering degree in my background. Uh, the one that I did is BCom, Bachelor of Commerce, uh, famous in India. Oh, so you have a three-year bachelor's degree too? Yes, yes, I have a three-year. Me too. Really? Okay. Me too. <laughs> okay. Yes. What are the odds? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. A lot of people don't know, like, you know, a three-year bachelor's degree can get you to yes. study abroad. Like, for you, you had some experience. I didn't yes. even have that. And, like, you can still apply. A lot of people miss out on the opportunity to study abroad. It doesn't matter if exactly. you experience or not. It's yes. a degree. It's a degree. Right? Yes. Yes. And uh, to sum it up uh, uh, about the three-year degree, you can also get into Ivy League colleges. It's not just... any other university the the universities that i mentioned about i i i did get offers from them and uh, i i am pretty sure i spoke to alumni of uh, the ivy league people they were also pretty sure that we can get admitted into that so uh, if somebody tells you that you need to have 16 years of education to go to us yeah they are wrong true very true yeah i i second that and yeah uh, and uh, the other uh, section that i also represent is mm-hmm. i come uh, also from a course curriculum uh, back in india that i did called chartered accountancy so i uh, after after my 12th uh, there were a way lot of ways and as i i did mention i hate uh, every bit of uh, engineering the reason is i don't like physics or chemistry so immediately after my 10th when my parents asked me what do i want to do i chose uh, economics and commerce mec and i went into um, the finance or the you know other field just to escape away from physics and chemistry that's the only motive that i had and thank god it uh, during my second year of my i mean it's called plus 12 or intermediate depending on the state so uh, in my pl- in my plus 2 uh, um, mm-hmm. i got to know about this course called chartered accountancy i did enroll in that uh, and it is a three level exam where you have to clear first two levels do a three years of training and write the final exam and get away with it so that is one of the most competitive exams back in india which i did start pursuing and uh, i did not finish it of my uh, you know um, other reasons that i had uh, but the good thing that i did uh, while pursuing that course is not only investing my time in that but uh, uh, you know um, on a parallel note i did my bachelor of commerce so uh, that helped me to be honest because without that degree which i did parallelly uh, i wouldn't have been here in the first place our batch i think was crazy like we were lucky GRE was not even a requirement for uh, our university. By the way, uh, for U U T Arlington, I don't think GRE is the requirement. Even GMAT, I don't know if they are required right now. Yes, they were not required at that time. Like not just for our university. When I applied to yes. NYU, <laughs> like as you said, uh, they didn't yep. care if I was just a three-year bachelor's degree person. They Definitely. didn't care if I had work experience. But I still got rejected. That's a different thing. <laughs> But it's crazy. I think one of yes, the things yes. that count more than the exams is how you frame your essays. Like for NYU, there was essays, and especially more weightage on the people you get your LORs from. 
like getting an lor is okay like i understand you can get any letters of recommendation from any three people from your college or where you work from but i think it matters who writes it like the way they write it and who writes it if you are working colleague to write you a letter of recommendation but i think you can also try to ask like the director of your department or like your manager or his manager his or her manager to write it so it gives you like exactly what's there to lose yeah, all you exactly. have to do is ask I, right i think yeah. it adds more weightage <laughs> when someone highly superior to you yes. recommends you than just like a normal person so Correct. what are your thoughts on that how did you go about when you wrote your essays and Yeah so uh, i did what the lot uh, were doing back in india while uh, i was applying uh, going to a consultant and uh, uh, you know availing their services in writing that and you know uh, going away with it but uh, what i did at the end was i did make a lot of changes to them because they don't care right it's their uh, job mm-hmm. that uh, they get paid and they just get away with it but you have to make sure it's your future is that stake here not theirs right so what yeah. i did was uh, after getting them uh, 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 too bad we didn't have chat gpt back then two years ago so i had to uh, you know uh, write all my uh, essays or uh, sop that's what it's called and lors i did request as you said uh, the director and my and my uh, you know employer who did ma- manage me in my course of work and also my uh, uh, principal of my college that i visited so we had a very good relation so he was very much happy to give us that and my hod so what 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 you have to have in yeah what you have to have in mind is like uh, people with uh, you know having a doctorate degree uh, uh, giving you uh, lor weighs a lot here in the united states uh, be it 5 uh, years or 10 years you are into your experience and you currently want to come here just try reaching out to your college and who knows they might you know uh, help you out with that because uh, of course the manager is the latest person that can give you the lor but reaching out to a doctorate person weighs a lot here in the united states is what i learned so do keep that in mind yeah and sop just uh, put your heart into it like just uh, just answer it in a way if you sit in an interview and people ask you where you see yourself in 5 years or 10 years like just frame it in a very broader perspective and put your uh, interest in it and it should be good yeah, yeah i think it's a good thing like you know people these days they have an option to frame anything with ai especially chat gpt i wish we had that right yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> like the way that True. I created my SOP, like there were so many times when I just wanted to give up or just writing these essays yeah. because at that time I didn't have, as you mentioned, like uh, we were COVID batch, right? Like for me, I was uh, a college graduate and I missed both my, since it was a three-year degree, I missed both, both my second year and third year due to COVID. So I just have like one year of college life experience, no social skills. like absolutely zero i didn't know if any of my friends were also trying to study abroad like i had absolutely no resource like i was also a single child by the way that makes it even more worse like literally no one to talk to so i i had no no buddy to guide me like you know on how to you can how you can reach out to someone for lor and who you should reach out to i think that's a lesson that i especially learned after coming here like you sh- you should probably reach out to someone who you have worked with like who knows you well 
it can be your colleague or your senior i would recommend senior someone who is superior like even with college uh, as you mentioned hod is a great option principal mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. next level option that's amazing i wish i can i could have asked it yes. now and then coming back to sop i think there's a lot definitely of online resources yes. available like there's a lot of confusion there right so i think you should mm-hmm. frame it in a way mm-hmm. as you mentioned like mm-hmm. where do you mm-hmm. see yourself mm-hmm. in the next 5 years you should have a paragraph that yeah. you should yeah. have a flow that starts with introducing <laughs> yourself your motive yeah and then moving your way up to what you're looking for from them and what you would do if you get yeah, that too many. from them yes like yes yes years. i think that's the perfect layout and then probably at the end conclude like summarize every single thing and just you know give more uh, plus points like talk more boostable things about the university like do your research you have a set of universities in mind i think the best thing to do is find out one or two professors from that particular course that you're interested in write like you know a few set of amazing words about them in the conclusion saying that you are uh, highly excited to be working with them on seeing them and mention a few alumni i i think that really helped me like what i did yeah that really helps yeah like i took a few registered alumni name and i put that during the conclusion part of my sop uh so like you know it shows them that you have done your research that's the same thing that comes with job search as well but for recent graduates i think this is how you need to do if you're it doesn't matter if you're coming here for bachelor's masters or a doctoral degree stick to a flow like yes don't get confused <laughs> all right guys as we wrap up today's episode i want to leave you guys with what's coming up in the next episode we will be chatting with saikiri and discussing more about the scholarship opportunities and teaching assistantships and how useful they are stay tuned for more such content on my podcast what's next with darshini until then here's to manifesting cheers